Hi, hi, hi. This is Rosanna Hicken, and welcome to Salty Housewife, a podcast where a Utah mom breaks down everything we're seeing on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake, and maybe we'll get to some of the other cities too eventually, and we will tell you what's going on in the state of Utah. We are on episode two of season four of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and today my guest is a Salt Lake girly herself. Please welcome my friend, Kate Christensen. Okay, let's get started. We are just going to start from the beginning. And we see Meredith and Lisa meeting up for a walk. What did you think? Well, initially, I saw them on the Jordan River Trail, but I thought, okay, that could be any trail and right in our backyard. That looks so fancy. I'm so glad they are meeting up in their best workout clothes. Well, Mary in her her fashion boots going for a walk. I mean, Lisa's weren't much better. (laughs) But I love that we have so many beautiful spots in Utah, and this is where we met to go for a walk. Absolutely. It's Jordan River Trail. Jordan River Trail. Which is fine because it's it's very long and they would have been able to walk forever if they wanted to. Um, so they are catching up. They said that they want to have a fresh start. Um, they said that it's been dark for a bit. Um, Lisa says, in order, this is how she trusts people. First, anybody who signs an NDA. <laughs> and then John. And then her lawyers. So that was my favorite part. Um, they also talk kids. And Lisa, this is where Lisa tells... Um, Tells Meredith that Jack is going on a mission. Yes. And overall, I'm looking at the two of them. And if I were Meredith, I would be doing everything I could to have Lisa Barlow as a friend. I agree. I feel like it was so dark the last two seasons when they were fighting and having her like a friend as your ally again, that's who you're going to want. But I love that they were talking about a mission and then Meredith's like, so anyway, let's talk about us. But they agreed to move (laughs) forward. And that's what we're excited about because really... They had a friendship for years before the show, and nobody likes it when real friends are fighting. No, it's absolutely a, not. Yeah. And we need some camaraderie during the show. Otherwise, it just feels like props being placed in the show mm-hmm. that don't have any real connection. Yep, and we know that these are real friends, so I feel the same way. I'm happy that they're doing this. I missed I missed having their friendship. Um, okay, then two more friends that are back together, Whitney and Heather, which how do you feel about them being back together? I just don't know if it's authentic yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they both said that too. They both said like, we're just taking it slow because we're not sure if we can trust each other. So, but they meet up at Crystal Hot Springs. Do you know where Crystal Hot Springs is? No, I have (laughs) never been to Crystal Hot Springs. I've lived in Utah for 30 years. I was going to say, how have I never heard of it? Because Heather's like, this is one of my favorite places. And I'm like, where is Crystal Hot Springs? So I looked it up and it's in Honeyville, Utah. Still don't know where that is. Where where is Honeyville? I had walked in. I was thinking they were going to be walking into Snow Cliff Lodge or Montage or some place Somewhere. that we would know and yeah. recognize. Yes. And it's interesting because Whitney lives in Daybreak, which we know where that is. And then Heather lives in Draper? No, she's actually in Cottonwood Heights. Oh, now. she's in Cottonwood Heights. Okay. So I just looked up Crystal Hot Springs and it is in Honeyville, which is up like towards Logan. You're like almost all the way up there. So like, why did they pick such a far place to film? Like when they both live at least an hour from there. They should have gone to Snowbird. They should have gone somewhere else. Um, okay, so we see flashback to, for a second to Jen at the spa, which I was dying about because I sometimes I miss Jen Shaw. Sometimes I miss Jen Shaw. Jen Shaw added a lot of color. A lot of show. color. She did. Um, okay, so then this is when we get a little bit of history of Heather and Angie. So Heather says she's known Angie since high school and that they were friends in high school, which 
okay, long time ago, 90s, right? Right. Yeah. Had to be. Look at yeah. that hair. Yeah. <laughs> the hair is so, so good. Um, and Heather says that Angie won Best Sense of Humor and she feels bad for girls who peaked in high school. <laughs> there has got to be something else going on we don't know about. Yes, we need to know. Heather does not like her. At all. At all. Mm-mm. So strongly for anything that we've seen on TV. It yes. doesn't add up. And I wonder if they'll find a way of making, and this is kind of like a spoiler, but I was watching Whitney's stories today on Instagram and they're at BravoCon because it's in Vegas this week. And it was Heather, Whitney, and Angie all together. And I was like, maybe they become friends because it's more fun when they're friends it's, and they have like allies. Well, and I'm still waiting for Angie to land with the audience because people who know her in real life are obsessed with they her. They love her. They love her. My mom has known her for the 30 years mm-hmm. and loves Angie. She just said like, she's got to connect with the audience. Yes. And we haven't and really gotten there yet. for some reason, she just hasn't landed yet. And so I'm waiting to see when that happens. Yeah. Because she's beautiful. She's beautiful. And she makes me laugh. Um, and Whitney says she likes Angie. They're friends. So that's like, Whitney's like, okay, I'll be friends with you, Heather. But also I like Angie. And Lisa likes Angie. And Lisa likes so Angie. So everybody we really like, likes Angie. Yes. Okay. This is where we get in kind of a sticky spot. So, we, okay. Heather brings up Jack's mission, which is kind of a no-no. I feel like, because while we understand that Heather has her stuff with the church and Whitney has her stuff with the church, I get it. But I feel like, why do we care what Jack, if Jack's going on a mission? Especially when she goes so black and white of what Mormonism looks like to Mm -hmm. her. And at the end of the day, I think Whitney almost nails it where she's just kind of spouts out. He can do it however he mm-hmm. wants. Let's not go there. Let's not judge there. And I think you and I both look at it yeah. as if people are loving Jesus in their own way, mm-hmm. let them do their own thing. Exactly. And um, I kind of wanted to touch on this part too, because for you guys wondering, they do show a picture of the garments because Heather talks about wearing her garments on her mission and then taking them off when she leaves. They showed the ugliest picture of garments ever, but let's just, oh, and I also wanted to say again, when we're talking about the church, um, it's technically like the term we're supposed to say is LDS, which means Latter-day Saints. But for the sake of the show, we'll keep saying Mormon, even though the church doesn't use that term anymore because it's just easier for you guys to understand. But those pictures of the garments are rough. But yes, that's what, if you've gone through the temple, that's what you wear underneath your clothing to just kind of symbolize the commitments that you made in the, te- in the temple. And you can buy ones that look more similar <laughs> to Skims by Kim Kardashian. Yes, yes, yes. You they don't. Just there's love, a lot of different styles. They just love to make it look like it the does. Worst it looks terrible. It looks it looks weird. I totally get it. But just know that like there are a lot of Mormons that wear them, and you have no idea because they're just easy underneath the clothes. Um, and Whitney says it's a terrible idea for Heather to insert herself, and I just kind of think it's not a good idea for any time any kid is on the show to really have an opinion about what the kid is doing. Cause you know, moms are going to get upset, especially when it comes to organized religion, like let just the let it kids go. live. And yeah, again, they're under 20 years old. So let them figure out their life journey and let's not judge where 20 year olds on yeah, their journey. Exactly. Okay. So we're moving past that. We are going to go to a brief moment where Meredith says she and Seth are fantastic and they are starting a relationship podcast. I'm, for sure tuning in. <laughs> I feel like we have to go listen one time and be like, what are we talking about here? Tell us what we're talking about on this relationship podcast. But teach their own. I hope it's super successful. Um, and then she talks about the girl's trip. So we're getting into where we're heading on this on this episode. And Trixie um, 
invited them to the Trixie Motel in Palm Springs, which honestly looks like right up my alley. I want to oh go stay there. It looks incredible, yes. especially in the Barbie era that we mm-hmm. are currently living in. The fact that Trixie had this done before. So smart. I mean, everyone should go. So smart. Ultimate girl trip. Kate and I actually went to Palm Springs together a couple of years ago. And just died over like how much pink there was in the whole place. Like there's a, all a bunch of houses with, like pink flamingos, and um, there was a whole, that whole pool that we went to that had pink. And it was it just feels very Palm Springs. It's perfect. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Trixie nailed it. Trixie nailed it. Okay, so before we get to Palm Springs, we meet a little bit of Angie's family because now she's full time house housewife. Because last season she was a friend of. Now she's full time. We've got husband. We've got the husband Sean and the daughter Electra with a K. And that's it. And Angie says that she met Sean when she was assisting at a hair salon, which I love because we talked about her hair salon, super successful. Um, and I love that the two of them do it together. She's like, he's hot and he can do my hair. Perfect. Um, but she does say that her important, her order of importance is Electra and then her businesses and then Sean. I mean, they have worked really hard to get those businesses. Yes. So... I mean, she maybe put them in order, but she wouldn't have the businesses without Sean. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully Sean can work his way back up <laughs> to at least Tom too. I didn't even recognize Angie in those pictures that they flash back of them. Like didn't recognize her at all because her hair was curly and now it's like silky smooth. She's got the best hair. I mean, she owns Lunatic Friends. I know. She better have the can best Can she hair. come and do my hair every day? Because it literally looks perfect. Okay, here's where we go. We get to Monica's house. Monica's with her mom fulfilling orders for her shop, Brea Baby, which I've never heard of, but I'm sure it's great. And I hope it's super successful. And I hope it's super successful. I love a mom entrepreneur. Yes. And we have a lot in Utah because I think we have, you're either a single mom or you're a mom trying to like have your own side hustle so that you have something to do, especially if you've been staying home with kids. And she said it like it was a side hustle and now it's become her main source of income and like good for her because we love to see. We love to see it. Um, obsessed with the Portuguese grandma. She's the best. So funny. <laughs> so funny. Um, and then Monica says she was raised Mormon, but she struggled with it. Um, and we'll get more into that. And she is telling her mom that she's going on a girl's trip for the first time. So she asked her mom for help. And her mom says she's good for two hours. <laughs> I mean, is this while she is packing orders with wet nails? Oh, wet nails. Yes, her wet nails from painting her nails. Yes. Okay. I can so only watch your kids for two hours because I might need to do my nails again. But also, she has that daughter there who's like 17, I think. And she seems like she is so smart and mature. Running the show. Running the show. And I'm like, this girl, this is who we put in charge. Grandma just needs to be there yes, for, just in, in case. case of emergencies. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. your daughter has She's got, got it. this. Yes, I agree. Um, okay. She says she bought a Louis Vuitton bag to fit into the show. What do you think about that? So the bag she chose to buy, depending on what size she gets. Did you look it up? Oh yeah. (laughs) I mean, I've looked at this bag before. Okay. Okay. The lady at Nordstrom sells this bag that can be $5,000 as a two for one. She tells you, you can wear the chain as a necklace. Okay. Okay. So if you buy this (laughs) $5,000 bag, you're really getting a Louis Vuitton necklace and a bag. Oh oh my gosh. Instant sell. Instant sell. But to me, if I, if I'm dying for designer, there are a lot of entry level bags that you can buy mm-hmm. to feel like you fit in or have something nice mm-hmm. with the girls. You don't have to jump to $5,000. Yeah. Yes. And I, we've talked about this before. Utah is kind of this weird bubble where you feel like sometimes you're surrounded by the 1%. And so I understand her feelings. Like I want to fit in with these girls and have something nice when like, it's hard to remember that the rest of America is not like this, but she's like, I want to fit in with these girls here. 
Well, and especially this franchise of Housewives, mm-hmm. I think Jenna Lyon would be in her grave if she looked at the amount of designer branding on these women. Yeah. yeah. You know, as she said in one of the episodes, one label. That's one label. It. That's it. And here we are. We're like, let me add a Fendi this top bag. and this top and the different belts. And mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. U- the Utah Housewives love their- Love a label. Love their label. Love a label. And so I was like, oh, girlfriend. But also, did we talk about maybe it's a write-off if it's on the show? I mean, David <laughs> Rose would say it's a write-off. <laughs> write it anything, off. Anything we're showing on the show, can we write it off? Write it off. So buy what you want, yes. Monica. Okay. Buy what you want. We get to Wit and Angie, and the husbands are having dinner at Immigration Brewing Company. Have you ever been there? No, but actually, my friend and her husband own it. Oh, okay. and they're amazing. Let's go. So we should go. Let's, let's go, go have go dinner. Support. Okay, let's. We're just gonna like make a little road trip of all the restaurants. I was they, actually. It's up next to Ruth's Diner. Okay. Up Immigration Canyon. Oh, it's so up there. Oh, it's in it's a beautiful so spot. It's so pretty. It's fall right now would be an ideal time to go with oh, the yeah. leaves. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go. Um, we get we learn some more about Angie and Sean's relationship. She said that Electra sleeps in their bed. Would you even have, <laughs> I mean, earlier today, Rosanna and I were talking about when we occasionally let our children sleep with us and the lack of sleep we get. Oh, yeah. It, let alone having it be a nightly ritual. Oh, no, 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 no. It is only when our husbands are out of town and it's a special treat for the kids. I could not imagine having my kids in the bed all the time. But it's like Whitney said, when you have alone time with your husband. That That's a totally yeah element the sleep element and the husband element. Mm-hmm. 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 two different of, things both of them need no electra <laughs> yeah. okay so then angie says she wasn't invited on the trip she hasn't heard about it and whitney invites her here's the thing we know she has to come she's a full-time house like a housewife she's a full-time she has to come and so meredith not inviting her it's kind of like meredith you don't get to pick that and she has to come is this a cast trip yes and if it's a cast trip, then let's not play these games. I know, but you know a producer was like, why don't let's you, do this. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and just bring Angie? And if you are Angie, you are dying inside. Who wants to go on a trip they are not invited but to? But was she dying inside? Because she seemed easy breezy. Easy, easy breezy. And I I would absolutely die going on a trip that I wasn't invited to. But she's like, eh, I mean, here. That makes me wonder if the producers were like, this is all staged. Yes, absolutely. Because I would... I don't know. You oh would gosh. have to pay me so many dollars. Oh, I'd be shaking. I'd be shaking when the girl showed with up. People that <laughs> didn't, didn't want like you me. there. Exactly. Okay. So then, so the wheels are turning for this surprise, Angie. Um, bring her on the trip. We then get to Monica and Heather at Name Droppers Consignment Store. Have you been there? Yes. There's actually two locations. The one they go to is the bigger of the two. Okay. Another thing we need to add to our list because I need to go. And it's right next to a really great nail salon in okay. Holiday. Okay. So it's in Holiday. Okay. So we, I need to go there because I'm like, okay, this looks like it's fun. And Heather says she hopes Angie isn't coming to Palm Springs. Dun, dun, dun. We know she is. She knows she is. <laughs> she knows she is. Um, okay. So then Heather talks to Monica about being raised Mormon. And this is where Monica says that she was excommunicated for sleeping with her brother-in-law. Her sister, no, her husband's sister's husband. Yes. Husband, sister, I mean, whatever that connection is there, I I love her for owning it. Yeah, at least she did it because we knew it was going to come out. You know it's going to come out when you're on the show, what happened, so you might as well be honest and say it. And she did. Absolutely. So we, um, she says the brother-in-law didn't get excommunicated, so we just want to take a second to talk to you real quick about being excommunicated from the church. We don't want to go into nitty-gritty because it's so personal for everybody. And I do believe Monica, when she says it was really traumatic for her, I'm sure it was. It would be traumatic for anyone. Anyone. So I completely, and I don't understand why the brother-in-law wasn't excommunicated either. Who knows what really went on there? 
But um, so we well, want, and you have different leaders who are manning mm-hmm. manning these little situations. Yes. So we're just going. So we just want to tell you that like things that you get excommunicated for are not for things like you're not paying your tithing or you're drinking or you're not attending church. It's not because of like anything in your business life. Um, it's not because you're having a fight with somebody at church. It's for serious things and it can be very, yeah, very upsetting for whoever it's happening to. And you know, the root idea with it is to try and help you have a true fresh start. It's not to just punish you. Right. So, um, you don't, you're not a member of the church anymore when you're excommunicated. You, so you are not supposed to wear your garments anymore. You're not supposed to pay tithing, um, but you can still go to church. And I think they want you to, because they want you to come back. So you do have a chance to be rebaptized and become a member again. So it's not like a, you're kicked out for everything. There's a chance to come back. So and if I you think, want to. I think it just like a good thing we both believe in is our church is completely run by a loving God and everything that is put into place is with the intention of a God who loves children yep. and loves his children on earth. So we might not understand these things and, you know, something like an excommunication that started years and years and years ago that mm-hmm. really doesn't make sense to us today mm-hmm. necessarily as, okay, why do we still do this? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes you just have to put it in the black box and just say, okay, but I know God loves his children. So let's just keep rolling. Yes. Um, okay. So that's them together at name droppers, which we are going to be going to visit. Um, we got a brief scene of Mary calling the Trixie motel to see if they have a 2003 Don Perignon champagne why is mary even going on the trip i don't know because she's a friend of and she has to she has to because she's not having fun no she's not she's not having fun planning packing thinking about it it. going with these (laughs) women that she clearly has feelings about exactly she and she is upset about the room service she's like pizza i don't want pizza i want 2003 dom perignon so okay staying at a motel a motel 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 Motel. Motel. Um, um okay we meet at the airport Wit and Angie are going ahead, which is if I were the girls, I would have asked way more questions, but they just think Whitney's taking a different flight. But that would have been like ding, ding, ding in my head. I'd be like, Oh, something's happening here. If Whitney's going on a completely different flight and but, doesn't tell you earlier or later mm-hmm, reasons. Mm-hmm, what time, when I'm getting there, I'm going to be there before you. Um, yes. And then we see the Trixie motel when Angie and um, Whitney get there and it's perfect. It's so fun. It's so fun. I want to, I want to go stay. Maybe that'll be our next our next trip as well. And then we get to the worst, the worst thing ever for Lisa Barlow. Poor Lisa. Lisa loses her $60,000 ring in the airport bathroom. Where is it? Where'd it go? I don't know, but all I know is airport bathroom. Disgusting. Disgusting. And how many rings have been lost in those? So many. And Monica says she dug through tampons too. Oh my Disgusting. Gosh. What a friend. What a friend. She, she find it. She deserves all of the gold stars. Mm-hmm. Oh, so disgusting. Forever and ever. It probably got flushed down the toilet. It had to have. I bet. I hope it was insured. I think it was. I think she said she it was said, insured. I think, she, I think at her level of you got insured jewel, jewelry. jewelry, you just automatically, you buy it, you insure it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you have yeah. Mary with her one snarky comment saying she doesn't think it's worth that. <laughs> okay, Mary. Okay, Mary. <laughs> 
Why? Why? Mary hates Lisa. Mary Mary hates the housewives. Yeah, she really does. But she's she's there. But she's back. Uh, she's she back. She chose to come back. She chose to come back, and she is our comedic relief at times. Um, and then we get to the end of the episode, and the girls are showing up to the hotel. Whitney and Angie are getting ready for them to arrive, and I could not feel more awkward if I tried. Well, also, did it ever clarify... Did they take the better rooms? <laughs> well, you should go back and look. I don't remember. Because yeah, no, they were kind of toying with that. Yes. And they didn't give us a definitive, yes, we took the best room. Yes. Because they got there first. But it was technically Meredith's trip, right? And Angie wasn't invited. And Angie wasn't invited. Oh, my gosh. And that's where we leave off. The girls are walking in after they get their code at the motel. And Whitney and Angie are ready to bombard them. And that's how we end. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe if you loved it. I can't wait to catch up so that we can be all the way caught up on all the episodes of Housewives this season. It is something that I love so much and being able to talk to all of you about it is just such a joy in my life. So please keep listening and I'll talk to you later. Bye.